Welcome, 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 and welcome to the adventure of an entrepreneur, the podcast that dives deep into the world of entrepreneurship. We're going to be hearing the stories from entrepreneurs from all over the world in different industries. They're going to be sharing with us the stories of how they face setbacks, walk through fire, climbed mountains to reach success. I'm your host, Shri Mahabir. Welcome, everybody. Tonight's guest is going to be sharing with you tips to help you create compelling video sales letters, videos that you can post on your different platforms, and also tips to help you if you are thinking about going onto YouTube, how to make that happen. So a little bit about me. My name is Shri and I am a video marketing producer and I love, love, love interview, interviewing entrepreneurs from all over the world from different industries. And tonight's guest has 10 years of video production. He is an am- amazing video strategist. I am so excited to bring him on. We have here Lefty. Thank you for joining us tonight. What's up? Hey, 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 Dan, thanks for joining in. I know this is a subject that you like because he did video production. So, Lefty, let's get into your story. You know, what got you into video? Like you were doing something way (laughs) different before you got into video production. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'm going to I'll try and keep this uh, short and sweet because it is a long video. And for those of you that do want to watch the long version, I do have a video on my YouTube channel about it called how to tell a story that your audience will love. Um, But the short and sweet version is I grew up with a, or I was born and raised into a family of entrepreneurs that did media broadcasting for 40 plus years. And then I was always wanting to be in front of the spotlight, but I didn't want to do what they were doing. So I somehow found music and fell in love with music and I wanted to manipulate it. I wanted to play it. I wanted to remix it. I wanted to do the whole nine yards. And then when I was 15, no, actually, when I was 16 years old, I landed my first nightclub gig. Uh, Reason why that was allowed is because we have all ages parties. I don't know if you guys have those in the States. Um, Yes, we do. We do. I just didn't get to go to them. All right. All right. So, yeah. So I DJed my first all ages event. I kind of built my name from there. Then once you build the name from there with the same promoters that kind of you grow up with, I got into the 19 plus crowd because we are allowed to party and drink at 19. I'm so sorry for your 21. <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, I toured. I, I toured around Europe. I toured, I toured a couple of places around the States, became a national, international DJ. And the way I fell in love with video was as I was... I guess becoming more popular, I needed my own press kit. I needed my own photos. I needed my own videos done. And I was like, holy crap, I've never seen myself in this kind of light before. And I just thought what the people were doing for me that I hired, they were so talented. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I, I think I can do this for other people too, right? Uh, now we're like, you know, I'm getting into my 30s at this point. I'm only 36 now, but I was about 30 at the time, met my wife, wanted to stay home more, getting married. My parents were going to get me a wedding present. So I was like, hey, perfect opportunity to be like, mom and dad, I need a new camera. So, so, you know, I kind of 
weaseled my way in there and I, you know, I ended up getting that camera, but I started off as a photographer. And then what got me into, into video was I had all this photography knowledge and I was like, I got to put it somewhere. Where am I going to give the people all this awesome information that I'm learning? And where's the first place I'm going to think of YouTube, right? So I started making YouTube videos. They absolutely sucked, still have them. So I think I'm going to do like a video where I review uh, one of my old videos, which I think would be really, really funny. Um, But nonetheless, was on YouTube. And then I noticed that I was putting out like a video a month. And then that turned into bi-weekly. And then that turned into weekly. And then that turned into twice a week. And then I was like, hold up a second. I think I really love video. (laughs) So that's kind of how the switch happened. And I am where I am right now. During that time, as you were learning about how to create the videos, the jump cuts, and, you know, for those who don't know what jump cuts are, it's just putting videos that come together and they're, they just go from one scene to the next. And if you want to correct me, Lefty, you can, but. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. So in your journey, where did you learn how to edit videos? Like, who did you turn to? Oh, that's a, you know, that's a great question. Um, I, I wasn't one of those like YouTube warriors where, you know, I'm just going to sit there and watch for hours on end. Uh, I can't say that I didn't do that either. Right. But a lot of it was self-taught. A lot of it was asking friends. A lot of it was YouTube. Like it, it was really a combination of things. But the best way that I found um, how to do all of the stuff that I'm doing now is is just natively through the softwares that I was using. Like I'm one of those people that like will hit the self-destruct button and be like, oh, my God. OK, I know what that does now. So I'm never going to push that again. So I, I, that's kind of what I did. I shot a video and I was like, okay, what does this tool do? What does that tool do? And, and that's kind of like how I learned. And, you know, YouTube was there for, I guess, for technicalities. Like I, I didn't know, I didn't know all the lingos. I knew the majority of them because of like my, my, my parents and like my grandparents who are, who are in media broadcasting, but I learned, I learned the rest along the way while watching videos. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Combination of a lot of things. What's going on, Dana? Thanks for joining us. Now I know that we're seeing a bigger push for people, especially entrepreneurs to create a YouTube page. So I want to get into why do you coach your clients And why is it that we should be looking to develop and create a presence on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think the benefit with every entrepreneur or, uh, or coach or online expert, I think, I think why everyone should be on YouTube personally and why I'm coaching my clients is uh, I'll give an example of one of my coaching clients. So eight out of 10 times, the guy is literally repeating himself, but when he's repeating himself, he's not getting paid to repeat himself. So imagine having videos that are relatable questions, essentially, that you're answering 
in a five or 10 or 15 minute video. And when someone does ask you a question, instead of sitting there and typing out a paragraph or, or sending a five minute voice note, you literally just say, oh, here's a video I did on that. Now you're not only able to potentially gain a new subscriber, but you're also getting watch time. And once you reach a certain threshold, a lot of you might know it, a lot of you might not, but YouTube requires 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of total watch time, not just with one video, in order to get monetized. So imagine someone like my client who's having, you know, three, 400 conversations a week. I mean, I might be exaggerating that number a little bit, but let's say he's having a hundred conversations a week and it's 400 conversations a month. Imagine sending that 10 minute video or that one hour video to 400 people a month. Think about how easy it is to reach that watch time hour and now be able to get monetized where his word is now making his money whether he sells that client or not. I love that idea. I loved how you answered the question. So here we are, Lefty and I, and we're talking about how to monetize on YouTube, why you should be building that presence. We actually have a question, which is from Shannon. Any good apps to use to edit for someone who is not tech savvy? Okay. Um, well, there, there, there are two in my opinion. Uh, whether, whether I harp on it or not, I, I can't say that CapCut is not a fantastic app for your phone. Um, but if you are a Apple user, every Apple computer natively comes installed with iMovie, and your iPhones actually also are natively installed with iMovie. I'll be honest. Desktop version is easier to manage than the iPhone version, but it's like if for those have heard uh, for those of you that have heard Final Cut Pro before, which is like Apple's big bad software before you get into like 3D animation and all that. iMovie is essentially a very user friendly trial version, if you'd like to call it, of Final Cut Pro. So for those people that want to just dive in and kind of get started, that's where I would go. CapCut for phone, iMovie for desktop. I love that. I love that. If you are wanting to just understand, here's two options. And I'm a CapCut user. If you look at my content, I had a video that I posted yesterday that was, sorry, maybe a little bit the day before where I posted about how to start your your LinkedIn live or any live actually. And so I used CapCut in it. Now, moving from being on YouTube, the app, tell us more about why should we have a video sales letter on our website? Okay. We're bringing out the big guns right now. Yes. So well, so for some of you who don't know what a VSL is, let's let's give them a little bit about what is that. All right. So a video sales letter is essentially your 15-minute elevator pitch. It is a video asset that everybody should have. If you're in the online space, 
a VSL is something that everybody should have. Reason being is because when you go to a traditional sales page, uh, and when I say sales page, I'm talking about a landing page or a website, um, you get a bunch of text. And, you know, there's there's the about me's and then there's there's like big headers and then there's all this body stuff that nobody actually reads. Statistically, 12 to 14 percent of the information actually gets read on a traditional sales page. That's those are terrible numbers. But having a VSL where you can take all that written stuff and condense it into one video which is a top of funnel video, put it in, put whatever you want to say in 15 minutes. I mean, they can, I've seen VSLs go up to an hour, but you know, typically I like to shoot them within 15 minutes and you can literally condense the entire page where now your prospects are not like, Oh, where do I have to go to get that? And did I miss this? Do I have to scroll? Like where, where's the booking link where, you know, like, you can literally have a VSL with a link immediately below it. And that's it. Boom. Get them right to the call. Get them get them right to the Calendly or the Go High Level or, or whatever platform and CRM or calendar app that you're using. And it just makes for like a cleaner page. And then below that, you know, you can add your testimonials and whatnot. But the VSL, what it is and what it does it's essentially meant to build no like and trust with your audience. It is going to say your message on repeat once, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's never going to mess up your sales script because you're going to give your best take on that VSL. And the whole point of them is if people are going to watch 50%, 100%, 80% of them, they are literally meant to have that prospect pretty much 90% closed before even getting on a sales call with you. So when they finally do get on that sales call with you, they're only asking two questions. How much and when can we start? I want to first stop and say hi to Carla, Olga, Yolanda. Thank you for joining us. And we're talking about a video sales letter. And this is what Lefty is talking about. That video sales letter really does make a difference. It is something that I'm even helping my client with. I'm thinking of mine and how I want to have it and where I would put it. So what are some of the best tips to keep in mind when creating the VSL? Um, best tips I would say is know who you're speaking to. Like un un understand really your audience, your niche. Um, have serious clarity in your offer, like serious clarity in your offer. Uh, and, and, and you also want to make sure that you, what you're selling, you know, that you're happy selling that, let's say three, four, five years down the road that you're not going to change because the lot, the, the worst thing you can do for your business is like get in on a sales letter and then all of a sudden, six months down the road, you're just like, ah, oh, crap, I don't like that. I, 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 I thought of something completely new that I can do. And now you're going back to your videographer where you have to spend more money with because you decided to be like, I don't like what I'm doing now. I want to do it again. 
best advice that I can give with that is you shouldn't be changing your VSL more than you change your passport. That's how long, <laughs> that's how long these things can last. That was very profound. That's, that's something to consider. I know with websites, like you can, you're always, I know my original website is not what I do now, but thinking, like you said, you should know what you're doing. Gotta love. <laughs> I'm going live and people want to call and I have my phone <laughs> on do not disturb too. But the VSL is something that helps. People will watch it. If you don't think they don't, if you think they don't, think about yourself and how you went through a per, a buying process. You clicked on a link to join somebody's mastermind. Maybe it was a free mastermind. We'll take Grant Cardone because he does them all the time. Sure. Then there's a video that upsold you to why you should join the VIP. That's like he's offering it for $37. And then he's just like, hey, but wait, you can get a backstage pass for another 50. Guess what? Now you're thinking, whoa, I get to ask Grant Cardone all these questions. And it was all a series of videos that you watched. So you're, you may not be at that level. You may be just, if you go to Lefty's page where you sign up for his YouTube page or YouTube Facebook, sorry, Facebook community. You watch the video and you're like, oh, wow, this is this is pretty cool. And we have a question from Mark where he's asking, where would you advise to share the VSL? Would it be on the landing page, the website, or would you use it in groups? Because that's a really good question. Yeah. So primarily they live on a landing page or website. What what I do for my clients is because. So, okay, like VSLs at the same time too. For for further context, they're they're not meant for somebody who doesn't have an audience, or they're not meant really for somebody who cannot back up their VSL with some paid advertisement. Um, reason being is because they are meant to the, these videos are meant to pretty much drive traffic to a website. Right. So what what I do for my clients is I create a minute to a minute and a half VSL strictly for the Facebook ads that we run for our clients, which will give enough context and enough excitement to be like, "Ooh, I want to click on that. So they click on the website or the landing page, and then that takes them to the big bad VSL that's 10 15 minutes long and then from there they just buy the thing that they're going in for or booking a call or whatever whatever the client is uh, is asking that prospect to do so you can also use it organically um, especially if you've already um, made like that connection with the person. I wouldn't go like a cold outreach and be like, hey, watch this 15 minute video on something about me that you don't actually care about. Right. So I, I, I would I would only use a VSL to do like organic outreach if you are already, you know, talking with that person and they're already getting a little bit of uh, context of what you're doing and, and what they're doing. 
like a lot of the questions that I get for the most part is when I'm connecting with individuals is, you know, the one question that comes up afterwards is, well, lefty, what do you, what do you do? And I go, glad you asked. Here's a video. <laughs> so, I, oh my God, now my echo is going off. Echo. Stop. Uh, <laughs> so I see we're both getting interrupted, but yeah. So, you know, that's a question I get. What do you do? So I just, again, direct them to a video or depending on how the conversation is going, I'll, I'll direct them to the VSL or I'll direct them to my story or I'll direct them to, to something that's going to get them excited to want to be like, I got to work with this guy. Mm. That, and that is what this is. This is like an extended VSL where we <laughs> are talking Shannon is asking, is the VSL something we can put on other social media sites as well? Yes, absolutely. Um, you can, my VSL currently lives on YouTube. I used to, because it was on my landing page, I used to have it uh, unlisted. I was a dummy for doing that because I'm losing out on all this watch time hours doing that. So I just ended up making the video public and now now I'm getting I'm getting traction to the VSL through YouTube for those that don't actually get to go on my landing page, right? Um, you, I think because they got rid of IGTV, you can't put up long videos anymore. No, you can. You can. Okay, yeah. so you you can you can very well put up your VSL as a uh, um, as an Instagram post, one hundred percent, but. You'd have to figure out the measurements for it because I know, I know now even with uh, with video posts, you can you know create it as a reel or you can make it like one by one as a square. So uh, so that that would just be you know whoever you're chatting with, if it's you know myself or the other videographer that you hire, just that they understand where it's going and that they know the proper um, measurements for where where it's going to land. That is a huge tip, knowing the size. Where are you putting it on, that video? So many times we put a video and we just transfer it to different webs, different platforms. We have to understand what are their sizes. Now, we're kind of lucky that we have 9 by 16, which is that's the size that you would post as a reel, a TikTok, and you can post that on LinkedIn. But also understand sometimes... One video may not do well on one platform and, and on another platform, it can explode. It just depends. So you don't get hurt. If I mean, I always say this. Don't get bothered by the views. Just imagine if you had 88 views, imagine 88 people in front of you. Would you think that way? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, oh, my God, 88 people actually watched my video or saw my video and then 10 of them really reacted and then two of them put a comment. They came up to you and said, hey, I love what you're doing. That would make your day. It would make you look differently at that video. So Absolutely. for those who are wanting to work with you, what is the best way to contact you, get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can literally go on my website, which is createwithlefteris.com. Oh yeah, there it is. Or um, 
you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook or for those that either have me on YouTube or after this are going to subscribe to me on YouTube. You can literally just go to youtube.com slash at create with lefty. And there you have it. And what are the services before we end? What are the services that you provide? So those who are interested in thinking about, hey, I'm looking for what you do. Let's tell them what you do. All right. So I I create all top of funnel video assets for coaches and online experts, such as video sales letters, legacy videos, and newsletter videos. On top of that, we run Facebook ads, we do YouTube monetization, and we do copy for your VSL advertisement or your landing page and the email that goes with the VSL too. Ooh, so you get a lot going with Lefty. If you are not connected with him, make sure you do. You can connect with him here on Facebook or you can go ahead and subscribe to his channel. We have his links in the comments section on my my page. So definitely connect with him. And when you do reach out, mention to him you saw him on this live with me so that he knows. Thank you, Lefty, for being here with us. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you found it very helpful, share it with a friend, share it in your social media. Until the next time.